How's it going, everyone? This is your host, Blake P., and welcome to So I Watched. Today's episode will be about 90 Day Fiancé, Tell All Part 1 and 2, and also Happily Ever After, the first episode. Let's go ahead and get into this. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by our sponsor, Blockum. Guys, it is 2023 and we don't have time for pettiness. Your friend is acting a little funny? Block them. You just won the lottery and your family think everything is cool now? Block them. Your sister calls and asks for money after insulting you? Block them. That is B-L-O-K-K-E-M. Now let's get started. So with this tell all, I realized that this episode was really mellow compared to all the other ones. So we're, we are going to brush through this rather quickly because there's really not a lot to talk about. Uh, I just noticed that Jabri was just ready to fight. He was on the attack mode. He was attacking almost every couple. Pointed out three couples saying that they're not going to last. Um, he even admitted at the end that he was doing a little too much with attacking everybody. Moving on, Kara, never really a fan of her. I feel like she's condescending um, towards Guillermo and she loves to shut him down. There was that one episode when he was like, hey, I think we would, it would be cool if I could have my own laptop and X, Y, Z. She was like, we don't need a laptop. We ain't got money for a laptop. How about a toothbrush? Pretty much. I mean, he, she could have said it a different way. Like I understand beyond the budget, but there's certain ways you can say things and that was not it. They have Muhammad and Eve on there, which... I swear to God, are the oddest couples on the show. You have this super young dude from Egypt. He's never kissed a girl. He's very modest. And I understand that's their culture and that's his religion. Then he's with Eve, who is very open about being who she is and how she dresses. She's very confident. She has her squad is what she calls it. You know, a bunch of girls and they Basically, it's just not compatible when you have someone who has certain traditions and standards that they live by and then trying to live with someone who is a little more free. So that just doesn't work. And then the communication on top of that, it's just crazy. I just don't understand why they try and make it work. I mean, it for the most part, if it works, it works. But I think people have to understand that people's cultures and religions and all that stuff play a huge part in someone's like decisions and how they go about things in life moving on we're going to talk about Ari and Binyam not a fan of Ari really um she is very controlling and they have both said this Ari and freaking Binyam they're like if it wasn't for their child they wouldn't even be together he said it on the show. She said it previously in a different episode. But and it's true. It's it's he ha- he has more of a free spirit and she's more just like let's think about this and this is not a good idea. We're not going to do this or she's very jealous. Even Jabri pointed that out. She's very jealous. There was that one episode where Poor Binyam was training with an MMA fighter and she, you know, was a female. He didn't tell her because, you know, she was going to freak out anyways. Probably tell him not to go. And 
she rolls up, Ari rolls up and was like, oh, you're training with, with the female and you're all on the floor. Like, bro, like, what are you going to do at a freaking MMA place? Like, a whatever. I don't know. But she flipped out and it was just, it was just too much. Patrick and Thais, um, I think they're cute together. I like both Patrick and Thais. Patrick's brother, though, he does drink a lot. Morning, freaking afternoon, at night, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Literally. And I hope he doesn't have kids one day because he's definitely not daddy material. Maybe he is. I don't know. But as a person, I feel like he would be, you know, that one that would be cool to chill with. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a little too much. He, he'd just be drinking all the goddamn time. So that's really it for the tell-all. Like I said, it really wasn't all that exciting. There were other couples there, but... Like I said, it was, wasn't all that. We are going to be moving on to Happily Ever After. And this one actually was freaking crazy, right? First of all, Sumit and Jenny, they've been on this journey for a very long time. Because of that, let's go ahead and pray for them real quick. Moment of silence. Because <laughs> their situation with his parents is just so crazy. I definitely like, understand where he's coming from about his family. And wanting to make things work because in India, the family takes priority over the individual's life. So marriage and career paths are made in consultation with one's family. And I feel like Jenny isn't seeing where Sumit is coming from when he is constantly chasing the approval of his parents. Because once he gets like banned or shunned, that's probably the worst thing that can happen. You know what I mean? Like, like here is like. I don't want to talk to my kids no more. I ain't talking to my parents no more. Why? Well, because X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. Whatever. You, you can, you can just do that. I ain't talking to them no more, but there, and it really doesn't matter, but there is like, you know, my family is literally my whole life. I want to live with my parents. I think even Sumit said that maybe we can live with their parents one day, you know? And then what kind of bothers me is Sumit's brother and sister-in-law how they always have to be there and they literally never say a word and I think that just goes back to the whole family they all are together during big decisions but it's really awkward when they're there and they're just sipping on freaking chai tea just like looking like it's just awkward like you contribute nothing nothing to the conversation at all then at the end when they're interviewed, they'd be like, well, you know, I feel like Sumit, he could have done something else. Bro, you should have said something when you're on the couch, but whatever. The mom probably dragged both of them there. I was like, hey, you guys are coming, and they can't they can't say no. Uh, Sumit's mom and dad, speaking of, legit. So they told Jenny that she was a good-natured person, right? They were like, hey, we love her. We love you. You're a good-natured person. She was all teary-eyed and was like, oh, my God, finally turned a new leaf. So now they flip-flop. And so before that, I'm sorry, before that, they were saying how they aren't going to stop them from getting married. However, they aren't going to support them either. So now I don't know where the flip-flop happens. Um, I know 99% of the issue is because of her age. She cannot have kids. She's too old. She's, what, um, 63, and Sumit is 33. So she way, she way past that baby bearing age. Um, and Sumit's mom, her name is Sadna, I believe, 
she hates Jenny so much. It's just ridiculous. And I feel like her uh, her husband, which is, of course, Smith's dad, doesn't really care. He's just, you know, let them be happy. But he really can't voice that because I feel like in the relationship between Smith's mom and dad, um, the mom is like, this is how it's going to be. If you freaking go against my word, you are cursed. So he's he has to care by association. Then when they were all on the couch, Sadna, Sumit's mom, was talking mad-ish about Jenny, right? So Jenny is all in the kitchen. She's like, oh, my God, I've been sweating from making tea. Uh, even even Smith's mom was like, you you. She's like, she came out and was like, oh my god, I'm so hot and sweaty. And her his mom was like, just for making tea? Like, how is you sweating for making tea? That makes no sense. <laughs> I know she was with cleaning and everything, trying to get the dirt from the corners and everything else. But um, Jenny has been making an effort to learn Bengali, which I believe that's what they what they speak. Um, so she's been making an effort and they asked her, how are you doing? And Jenny replies, you know, I'm doing good. There was this awkward, awkward pause. And Smith's mom was like, basically making fun of her the way she was saying I'm doing good in, in their language. She was like, she sounds like a robot. Like I did good, you know? Um, and then <laughs> to her daughter-in-law, she was saying, Oh, look how fat, Jenny's arms are in that dress, blah, blah, blah. Just the most disrespectful stuff. Like you couldn't, like if you ain't going to say it in my, in English where I can understand you, then you probably should just not say it. But since, she, anyways, what I believe is the bombshell of this episode was when Submit told his mom that they were already married because before that he was like, hey, you guys said it was okay that, you know, we can marry mom was like no we never said that was okay over my dead body and then he goes well we already got married it don't matter now she gets upset and she's like crying and stuff she's like don't you ever come to my house I will curse you and throw you out so of course they they leave and then uh Sumit is like well I gotta go chase my family like what I don't understand is he knows the repercussions for what he is doing he does it to make Jenny happy and probably to make him happy too, but he does it knowing he's going to upset his parents, knowing they're not going to accept, like, like sh I don't know. So I, I, it stresses me out. It literally makes my eye twitch. I just, I, I'm not going to make any sense of it because I will try to until I'm freaking blue in the face and then it's going to take away too goddamn long. But um, the crazy thing is with that episode, um, Submit was like, hey, whatever you do, don't say anything. You're just going to sit on this couch and don't say anything. Jenny was like, okay, fine. I, you know, I won't talk. Submit was like, I'll do all the talking. Homeboy literally sat on that couch and was like, Jenny was looking around like, bro, this is awkward. Like, is you going to say something or not? And Submit was just looking back and forth between his parents, his brother, Jenny, like just, just there. So that's when Jenny was like, okay, well, you know, how is everyone doing? She's trying to do conversation, but then she's getting made fun of in a different language. It's literally a lose-lose for them. Rest in peace to them because I don't know what's going to happen. Moving on to Kimbali and Usman. Personally, I like Usman. I think he's like a funny dude. 
Um, I don't feel like he's scamming her to get a visa. Maybe he is. You guys let me know. I could just be blind. You know, I couldn't, I could just be not seeing it. Um, I think Kimberly is fooling herself. Um, I also think she is a good natured person, but she is a little in and way over her head with dating Usman and trying to get this guy from Nigeria to just only date her. And he's looking for two wives because she can't have no babies either. So it's like these older women can't have no babies. They get younger men from these countries where having children is like the number one freaking priority. And then what do you expect? You have to get a second wife. Like, anyways. So Usman did mention to uh, Kimberly before that he, his culture is accepting of having multiple wives and at first and at first she done flipped out and was like no it's not gonna happen you're not gonna have a wife it's only gonna be me and now she is coming around to it um because she wants a second opinion opinion Usman does have friends who has multiple wives so she just wanted to get some insight on how it works and do I really think she's really gonna end up doing this absolutely not Okay, because even Usman's brother was like, so who's going to be the first wife? Who's going to be the priority hoe? Because there's got to be there's got to be the priority. Is it the one that can actually give you kids or is it going to be the one you met first? And the one that's going to give you kids is going to be younger. So that ain't going to work. She she fooling herself. To be honest, I don't think Kimberly thought it through as much as I did, because if you say it how I said it. It just don't make no sense. And you really want to put yourself in that situation knowing good and well it's not going to work you've flown all the way to nigeria okay and that is it for today thank you for listening to my very first podcast of so i watched next week we will get into the second episode of happily ever after i hope you guys have a very good new year and stay safe out there don't drink and drive all that stuff stay well Guys, have a good night.